Blog Talk Radio. Live here Sunday night at 11 on Blog Talk Radio. Um, yesterday was pretty good. I, I, it was a really inspiring day. Uh, <laughs> woke up, you know, thought it was going to be another shitty day. But uh, first thing I saw as I'm heading into work is a guy walking in and he's looking at his shoe and then uh, kind of looks up at the person he's walking in with and he keeps looking at the bottom of the shoe <laughs> and then he said, Dog shit. <laughs> so right away I was put into a good mood. And then uh, uh, over at Chipotle, I see what had to have been like an 85-year-old woman, swear, no lie, full gray hair. You know, uh, the gate, you know, that little gated area where you sit outside at Chipotle. Well, this woman was like, where the hell the hell do I get into this area? But then she puts her hands on the gate and jumps over the gate. <laughs> like, I was like, there's fucking candy. <laughs> like, with cat-like agility, this old-ass woman jumps over the gate. So I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a great day. <laughs> anyway, we got Steve Leo here about to come on. Uh, call us 718-664-6482. This will definitely put you in a good mood because uh about to play some of his music here and talk to him and all day, I'm sure everyone's been watching uh, Tony Stewart murder a guy on a damn racetrack. So, you know, we need this right now. <laughs> anyway, C's Leo coming up in about five minutes here on Jamie Joshua Live. Check him out. Yeah, I know you're thinking, who is this? Let me talk it and make sense. I make music, not bullshit. You play this one, though. Tell me up, because this ain't it. I do this for the people who don't know I got potential. Check my credentials. I do this for the women who don't know I turn them out when I talk, they whisper, what's his name? Miss Easy Lil, wait, how you say it? Just say the Lil, we'll get that, but girl, here's the deal, it's not about me, it's about you, so spread the word, here's what to do, tell him daddy long here and he cut it loose, he make good music, that's common truth, he make sex music, all Kelly rules, hey. I know this seems like I ain't for real, Tell me what you wanna do If you don't like it, girl, then never 
went house party, had a whole city, yeah. Mad liquor, and we pointed on some chick friends. Y'all know the deal, it's season layer. And I smoke too much for real, but hey, keep me stale. I'm a hyperactive guy, you can probably tell. Cause how I get hype. Out of nowhere, jump, jump, jumping like I'm crazy, ain't got no care. While I'm taking shots, I don't drink beer. Life is what you make it, I made it fail. Smoking like a hippie just to feel how they feel when they felt so chill. Two fingers out with my eyes low. I was supposed to stop drinking two eyes ago, but I'm cool, no worry, little Wayne Joe. You get it, put your hands in the air. Oh, well, I'm faded, that's my excuse. I'm trying to bring you with me, but you need to know the rules. I'm telling you can handle it, but then say you cool, cause it's bust in the air. There's bottles over here, pick one, pick two. Do you, because. Life is what you make it. Yeah. Come and smoke the fly with me. She was calm and collective Couple months later Now she getting hectic Said she want a daily Damn She came over Look at how she looking so good I ain't wanna say no I, ain't wanna say I let no. her come in What's the plan That she told me Draw my pants Got it in by the dough Damn She's so dirty But I just might even like it I might. All I wanna know is Can you twerk me While you rap me Treat me like a king Baby Don't call me a liar if I wrote it That just mean You shouldn't stop And I ain't lying I'm like this, I don't even know. Oh, no. I... What up, live on the air now with Steve Leo. What's up, man? What up, though? <laughs> what are you doing here tonight? Yeah, what am I doing? Yeah. Uh, I just came out of a session, like, literally, like, just now. I know that. That's why I wanted to ask you what you were doing because I know you just got out of a session. Yeah, just well, got done out of a session recording somebody. Yeah, you're engineering at uh, the Remix Live right now. Yeah, Remix Live on, on South Hamilton. We'll get to all that, give everybody the information, how they can get some good, high-quality shit because as we just heard you know and i want to talk about all those songs too that i just played you know get the real making of <laughs> and things of that nature but i wanted to ask you about this past wednesday was a conk fest three and you were performing on the show silk the shocker was billed as performed on the show so what went down on wednesday because I, I couldn't come to that uh went down wednesday was it was it was it was live. I can honestly say that. I mean, I really enjoyed myself and the atmosphere. Everybody from all over who came to to perform or support. It was real live. You know what I mean? And Silta Shocker did come. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did come and performed. And I must say that he he stepped it 
way, way up a notch from the past 10 years. Yeah, because I've seen that. I was like, shut the shocker. I was like, shit. <laughs> he, he might be past his prime, but you're saying he, he came with it. Right. I mean, hey, what, I mean, if you if you have a, if you still have a passion in music, and you don't, it don't matter what age you is, as long as you can bring your craft to to vision. You know what I'm saying? And that's what yeah, I and, think. Uh, was it about a month ago, or shit, maybe not two months ago? You you went out to Atlantic City and performed there. And what was that whole experience like? Oh man, I love Atlantic City. I swear I do. I would I would live there for real. Just just <laughs> right by the boardwalk. I would live there. That's how that's how much of a good experience I had there and I, I can't wait to go back for real. Met met a uh a few good people, you know what I mean, that that lived there already and they they showed some hospitality and you know what I mean, we even we even went to somebody's crib in a home studio. And, and, did a, and me and Save Your Soul both uh, did a verse. So it was like, you know what I mean? It was a real good experience. And, and hopefully, hopefully we're going to be back soon. Yeah, I've seen that. The venue, um, I would say it was it was okay. I'm not going to down what they, you know what I mean, what was going on. But at the same time, it could have been could have been more popping, I guess you know what I mean. But I I ain't I ain't go uh, down nobody for what they for what they did. He it was an event. We went to it. We did our thing and we left. That's just what it is. And probably be going back. Well, I've seen you have good catering there too. Uh, I know you put a picture up and show it that. Oh man, that first night, yes, I felt like a, a real live celebrity up in that mug for real. I just got VIP and VIP food. Nah, I ain't never had that. <laughs> yeah, that was good shit. <laughs> but um, so you, you're performing. I've, I've seen you a couple times on stage, and uh, like you're you look real comfortable. Like you bring the energy immediately. <laughs> but um, do you ever get nervous before you go on stage? At this point, like you're going to a whole another. You're going to Atlantic City. You're doing this. You're doing that. Like the nerves still coming for you. Uh, I would I would have to say no because I've been I've been performing for a minute now. I've been performing for a minute and and me have been nervous on stage can can't possibly happen for the simple fact that this is my passion and that, I mean I love to do it so any any attention basically I love attention so any attention that I can get is, is, is very very much going to be grabbed. Yeah, it shows. It shows in the projects too. Like you just have this whole. If we talk about a uh, dude, where's my deal? Like that to me is a classic. And uh, you made all the right choices. You know, all this, all the songs are in such a good order. Like I was not disappointed. It's just impressive. So uh, if you talk about that project, and people can get that right now, you go to datpiff.com, search Cesar Leo. You can download it right now for free. Yep. Okay. Where, uh, so what was that? Dude, where's, where's my, my deal? deal? <laughs> well, we know the yeah, movie, dude. Where's my car? 
Right. That's where it came from. That's, that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so it was well, only right. Much, uh, I mean, stepping out there, it seemed like a direct statement, sort of. You had Columbus in the background, the city of Columbus in the backdrop, and you're saying, dude, where's my deal? <laughs> Yeah, basically that where that came about obviously we would do it with my car and I wanted to switch it up and change but I couldn't figure out what to what to say. And it just hit me like deal, like where's my deal? And it just hit me and I, I at first I laughed, you know what I mean? But then I'm like I got real serious about it, like, okay, I, I really it's catchy. So I ran with yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, then on to uh, 12 Play My Way. Um, you you not only look, rap, um, in case people couldn't hear on the on the songs, that is you singing too. Like you have a real good singing voice. And uh, how did you how did you decide? Like because you sing good too. So how did you choose to more? What would, what would you define yourself as? Rapper, singer, hit maker. They're all hits. Artists. I would okay. say artists. Like to someone that's never heard never heard your stuff before, like uh, what would you tell them? Like check this out, or or what's what's your favorite your favorite song or something you're really proud of that you did as an artist? Um, I can't what, honestly say I have a favorite song. I just every song that I do, it comes from, it, I mean, it comes from the heart, comes from my passion to to love what I do, and you know what I'm saying. I I, I love for I love for it to be fun. I don't like for it to be emotional or a drag or anything like that. I, I like to have fun with my music, my craft, so I, I show it through my music. And anybody who knows me knows that everything that I'm talking about is 100% me. I don't talk about nothing I don't have, nothing I don't do, nothing n- nothing that, that's not me. Yeah, and it's, you know, I've never listened to one of your songs and and, and been in a bad mood after. <laughs> like you, you definitely uh, bring the mood up, and uh, and it's it's fun. It's not depressing. It's not sad. <laughs> you, just, right. you listen to a Steve Leo album, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy yourself. You're gonna be happy. Exactly, and that's what I that's what I want. Just like I want to, I don't want to sit there and listen to nobody talk about they past struggles and all of that. It's cool. I don't I don't. You know what I mean? I don't uh, put nothing past them. It's more so of me and my preference. I want to have fun. I want to laugh. I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to sit there and dwell on the past. That's that's. I don't do the. I don't do the past thing. I don't. I'm, I'm more focused on the future. It was actually a, a quote from a prince I read about ten years ago. He said, "Music should uplift. It shouldn't bring people down." Exactly. And I think, yeah, that quote describes you perfectly as far as your music and, and what you do, what you're doing out here. You're, 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 you know, building quite the impressive resume. You're also an engineer and you're recording all these other people at the Remix Live. Uh, we just get that in real quick. How do people come to record and get that, get that professional sounding record, which is so important? I mean, if y'all, if you, if you, got passion for your craft and you know as everybody know you got to pay for your craft and if you want to pay for your craft you got to you got to come to the studio where they they support you as well as support your music 
and not a not a lot of studios in Columbus is like that. They will it will grab your money, fix your stuff, and tell you to leave basically. But me, I will sit there and have a conversation with you, talk talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Act, you know what I mean, basically be a human being and, and and communicate. You know what I'm saying? And and ask you what do you want, how you want it to sound. And some people some people just say no. Do you? I know you good, and the others like, okay, can you do this? Can you do that? A little, little extra, and I do it. And I have, I, I haven't had the complaint of nobody saying that. Oh, my, my sound was whack as hell. You know what I mean? So, or nobody came to me, or nobody came to nobody else saying that. Oh, they, they want to, they, they steal my music, or they don't support my music. Far as like. They don't care how it sounds. Like I treat everybody, I treat everybody's music like mine, and that's not. And I'm a perfectionist, so if I can't if I can't perfect your song, that then that means that you didn't have you didn't give me enough time to perfect it. Yeah. But if you give me enough time to perfect it, I guarantee you gonna you gonna enjoy it. And I haven't really had no complaints yet. Yeah, because I've, I've been in the studio with you one day. I was there recording something with Joey, and I had like two hours of sleep. <laughs> but you're so quick, and you're with your with what you do. Which is a so. How long have you been doing this? Like, how did you get into engineering? As, in general, like, where did that start? Because most people, you know, they have computers at, at home and software, but you actually have a job at the studio. So. That's a, that's a whole different monster there. Like, so I'm just wondering if you started on your own at home, or if you, like, how did you get into engineering, the studio engineering? Yeah, I, I got in it a long time ago when me and my cousin Mook Daniels, who is a singer songwriter, um, he, he we just sat around and just basically like, man, we need to we need to rec- we need to figure out how to record ourselves. And so we we downloaded uh, a program, free program, on the internet. And when we did that, we grabbed we grabbed a, a, a Radio Shack mic, not and not the Radio Shack mic that that actually a mic. No, I'm talking about an actual uh, the Yahoo uh, voice recorder, voice over things. Yeah. And, and so we did that, and it sounded horrible, but, shit, that's how we was recording. So we recorded like that for a minute, and I was the engineer, basically. I didn't know what an engineer was. I just wanted to record, and there wasn't nobody there to mix it or do whatever, so I did it. And I can say I got I – got, I started getting serious with it, Um. So I started getting serious with it, and after a while, my I started listening to songs differently, like industry songs differently. I didn't listen to it to listen to their lyrics. I listened to it to listen to the overall sound, and that's when uh, and that's when uh, you know years later I got with uh, Shake, and he 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 helped me. Uh, with a job that, you know what I mean, I thought I was going to be jobless and he helped me out and, you know what I mean, the rest is history. I'm here. 
and I've been I've been engineer for four years now. No, five. Five years. Yeah, that was my next question. How how long have you been doing it? Uh, yep. Five. So you're you're like you said you 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 are you're there. You have that as, as a job, and um. But do you ever get frustrated? Like, do you ever get people that come there, or you feel frustrated, or like they're not really being that serious, <laughs> even though they're there? It's pretty much everyone that comes there. You know that they're serious because they're paying for it, and you help them out. And, from your experience, uh, most definitely, I get somebody that comes in there that's irritating. <laughs> and I mean, it's it's not to say that they songs. Irritating me. It's more so of they them wanting too too much for so little. And what I mean by that, just like I I said uh, earlier, when they don't give me enough time to mix, but yet they want to add and do extra stuff. That's irritating. Mm-hmm. Like you you if you want if you wanted to do extra, then. Is one is two ways to handle that. Pay extra or record quicker so I can mix and take my time with it. And that's all I'd be asking. But you know, some I, I get that sometimes, but I I don't I don't let it bother me. I don't I'm not a person who li- who likes confrontation like that. If if it happens and I it's out of my control then I'm gonna do what I gotta do. But me if I can defuse the confrontation then I will. Yeah, so it's like like uh, once it gets recorded and you're there, you're you're kind of like I've seen like you you mix like on the fly and do different things like while nothing's going on or whatever. But after it's all recorded, you got to have your time there to sit there and do it. And so if someone doesn't realize that, it's like asking you, oh, now this this. <laughs> I can see how that would irritate the hell out of you. <laughs> right, and that's that's a little bit irritating. And another thing that that's a little irritating. Is is punching in a thousand times. Now, that's what I'm taking. Also, somebody who who really, I guess you could say, not not uh, I don't know. Like I don't I don't know how they skilled punch in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you can write your own words and not rap them all the way through. I, I, unless unless you rapping twist the fast. And and you I get you get out of breath quickly. Then I understand some do that, and, and it's a it's a it's understandable. But if you just messing up just because you just messing up, like that's 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 sort of terrible. You know what I mean? I understand, but at the same time, yeah. you got you got to have some type of determination of when you come into the studio, at least at least have some of them memorized in the back of your head. Yeah, because nowadays everyone, I'm sure, is off, off there reading off, off the phone, and uh, before it was the pen and the pad. But uh, what would you say are three things that every artist needs to have when they come to record at the studio? Three things. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to say this because some people have forgot, so I'm going to say lyrics. That's the first thing. And the second you actually thing have is your lyrics. <laughs> And the song and not writing there is what you may be saying. Yeah, bring your lyrics. Don't 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 forget <laughs> your lyrics. Um, 
And another thing is a hard, is your hard drive. Always have a hard drive. You can't be you can't be an artist and be serious about your craft and not have a hard drive. And suspecting somebody to keep a hold of your songs, you should want your masters. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. if you come into our studio and we record your songs. And you want to keep your songs? That means we are the we we keeping your masters. That means we own them. Do, do y'all get that? Like I don't think some rappers or artists get that. Like we own them if we if you we the only ones who have them. So if you have them, then that that means you own your own masters. So I mean that's yeah. that's, that's two, and number three is, and I'm say this because they forget. Is beats. Don't forget beats. Bring some beats. One thing that one thing that I, that kind of irritates me is somebody who comes in there free falling. And what I mean by free falling is they just come in there like, hey, fuck it, hey, just give me a beat, give me a beat, I rap, give me a beat. Like you don't know what beat, nah, just give me a beat. But that's that put pressures on me that I gotta find a beat for you. Yeah. And uh, and it's like you you would think because we we both know Joey when we know how professional and how prepared he is before he comes to the studio. Like the beat is definitely there. The whole song and the whole concept and the idea is there. So like to imagine people just showing up at the studio like yeah throw the beat. <laughs> I'm here at the studio. I'm recording. You got this shit. Like that kind of you know makes me question like the whole integrity of, of those kind of artists, like, uh, don't they have a plan? Don't they have some kind of album with a concept that they're trying to create? <laughs> like, why don't they have their, their shit ready? Yeah, I don't be, I don't be getting it, but, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not here to, um, I'm not here to uh, criticize anyone unless, they willing to be criticized because not everybody can take criticism. Yeah, but also if you can't, then uh, you know, you shouldn't be you're in you the wrong be. profession. <laughs> right, you feel me, rapping? Because I took it all my life, and I've been I've been doing this since twelve. Yeah, it's like uh, the uh, projects that you've done. Uh, to go back to that. Uh, I'll play my way like that. Uh, what, what, what are? Who are your favorite artists? Like as far as music to listen to, like what's in your CD player right now, and what was in your CD player ten years ago? Hmm. What's in my CD player now is me. I don't listen to industry. I, I refuse to. I refuse to uh, let industry music cloud my own music. And that's why I don't sound like anybody because I don't let the industry cloud my music. Yeah, and uh, is do you think like uh, what do you think? Uh, that's a negative thing going on now. Like people following every trend that comes out, or you know what? What's good about the game right now, and what, what's what's killing it and destroying it and hurting it? You said what? Like what are what are what what are some good things about what's going on right now in the game, and also what's what's hurting it and killing it as far as when 
when people, if they may be following trends, as you just said, like you said, you don't listen to industry stuff. Like, I really don't either. I mean, now and then, you know, Drake or somebody hits everyone's radar, and, you know, we, we have to hear it. Um, right, right. Like, those, uh, those I have no choice but to hear, and some I do like. But it's more so of I don't, I don't bump it every day nonstop, and just so I can remember it and say, sing along. Like, that's the whole purpose. Of, of playing songs is to play the songs you like, remember them, remember the lyrics, and sing along. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't feel the need to do that with every industry song that comes out because I can care less. I'm trying to get where they at. I want them to, I want them to sing along with my song. Yes. Yeah. We hear a lot of a. Uh people put things up and it's, it's so clear of the influence like if you take it year by year like um as far as a lot of locals and, and around here it's like yeah but he, he's doing what big sean did or he's doing this <laughs> yeah that that that's uh that won't get you nowhere for sounding like somebody that's already in there like they uh label execs uh, A&Rs, they're not looking for anyone that sounds like someone else. So if you if your approach and your and your character, your craft is is selling drugs or uh, dissing, I, I'm, I'm disrespecting women just constantly every song, just fuck bitches, uh, bitches. I can't, I I don't do. I don't do hoes, and uh, but on another song you say I fuck a lot of hoes. Like you, they, it's confusing. Then you t- you talking about money, and then you you come to a studio and you don't have some. You know what I'm saying? Just don't have. Basically, come t- talk. Come to the studio, rap about all this money that you have, but then come to us and want a discount. I don't get that. Yeah, I've also never got like a that whole idea in general of Rick Ross, Maybach Music, Jay Z, whoever it is, rapping about how much money they have. Like, why? Why do so many people that do not have money like take to that? <laughs> you would think only the upper one percent of Mitt Romney would be fans of these kind of artists. It's like that's exactly. not exactly what I want to hear. <laughs> exactly, and that's what that's one thing I don't understand. Like you sit, like basically that song. Um, that uh, that Ace Hood song, uh, I woke up in a new Bugatti. Why in the hell would anybody be driving down the street that don't have one be bumping it? <laughs> like it don't it don't it don't yeah. make sense. And that song was kind of big, but no one has a Bugatti. I don't get it. Yeah, so there's a definite disconnect there. <laughs> But uh, to go back to uh, women, uh, because this, this is something that I think you're kind of an expert at. Uh, a lot of songs are about, yeah. such as uh, "Dirty Diana." Now, uh, was that a true story, like about the actual person? Because you did say a name on that. <laughs> Not trying to throw anyone on a bus or call out names. But... <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was a true story. <laughs> You know, I think yeah, I know it's a true story, but uh, you know, maybe you changed the name. Maybe maybe you said 
this instead of this. <laughs> Just to nah, not get the heat on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was um it was it was for real how it came about. It was I was listening to that beat and I was just playing around with it, just, you know, having fun with it. That's what I do with some of my songs that if I don't have really a concept, I just play around with it, like freestyle to myself. And and I and I came up with uh I just came I just basically how it's how I said it, Dirty Diana, how I said that is how I came up with it. I said it like that, and I'm like, oh, hold on, that's that's how a little catchy. Let me say it again. And so I yeah. said it, and you know, I'm like, okay, I might I might can have something with this. You know what I'm saying? And I, I asked for I asked my cousin for his opinion, and he like, oh yeah, that's your heart. Run with it. So I wrote the 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 first half of the hook, you know, to bring you know concept to it, and the rest was history. I just I, I wrote it and. Finished it, and 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 it's surprising because a lot of people grasped to that song. A lot of people. I I, I didn't know that song was going to be like that. I really didn't. I just did it because, like I said, um, I mean, Dirty Diana. Everybody know what Dirty Diana came from, so I felt like it, people will notice it quick, but I didn't know they would love it, and that's what was surprising. Yeah, because it's, it's uh, isn't it track seven on there? Yep. As far as when it actually plays, like you don't lead off with that. <laughs> That's, but um, Michael Jackson fan, are you? Were you? Uh, um, I would I would say I'm a fan only because he's a pioneer of music. He's he's the king of pop. I can't say that. I don't like Michael. If you don't like Michael, then where yeah. the hell was you for the past 20 years? But like what I'm getting to is someone disses Michael Jackson or tries to discredit what he's done in music. Would that upset you? <laughs> uh, No, because of the simple fact that to each its own. You know what I mean? Everybody going to have their own opinion just as well as, just as, well as me. Someone, there's plenty of yeah. people out, it's, it's gonna be people out there that really don't that don't like my music. For what I don't know, but that's just how it, that's just how life is. You're not gonna get everybody to love you. Yeah, this is true. This is true too. I mean, um, you know, however, however great, however much of an impact anyone has, or, or TV show like Jersey Shore, you know, like all these people love that. Like, there's gonna be someone that that is not into it, and then it would be like, you know, they shouldn't be, you know, discredited or like, you're an asshole for that. <laughs> you don't want that show. <laughs> so in music and art and entertainment, everything's subjective. But, uh, you know, people change. So it's it's kind of like, well, you shouldn't uh, really say anything about anything ever because <laughs> uh, being critical about anything, like we all may be that person one day. You know, we all may go this way, go that way, enjoy this and enjoy that. Like that's just life. So I mean I think there right. should be more support for a lot of things and a lot of a lot of different people and and that's something I think is kind of hurting the current scene right now because uh, uh, a lot of people get uh, clicked up or pushing this one thing or like they're they're kind of afraid to go outside of the box and uh, I don't know what your opinion is on the uh, current scene in Columbus is 
as far as the music and, you know, what's going to help it, what's hurting it. Right. And um, uh, what I think is hurting it is people with no substance, no no concept in the whole whole uh, artistry. No, they just they just want to rap, like just rap and make money. No, no longevity. No, no, um, no importance to make sense. Basically, like no, I don't think I don't think half of the music today makes sense anymore. Because all they want to do, like I said, all they want to do is, okay, what are we about to talk about on this beat? Same thing we're going to do, same thing we talk about every time. Money and bitches. All right, let's do it. Oh, don't forget shooting niggas. Oh, I can't forget that. I love shooting niggas. Um, that's, that's it. All right, that's, that's it. That's their whole approach. Like, no, they don't have no marketing plan. Like, no one, no, you don't see no... No um, YMCMB shirts at Target or Walmart. You don't see no you don't see no Bad Boy Records shirts at Walmart or Target or shit. You don't you don't you don't see them because they're not thinking about longevity. They're thinking about right now and 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 personally like like okay, I'm gonna put an example. ACDC. I, I have never really listened to an ACDC track like all the way through, but I've heard of them. I've heard of samples of their songs, but one thing I always see is shirts everywhere. Yeah. And I, I don't even think they still, I don't even think they still relevant like that, but they still got shirts everywhere. Yeah, that's true. So, so me, I, I'm I'm thinking I think of of a marketing plan like me getting shirts and merchandise like any and everywhere like you know what I'm saying. So it's more so of like I said longevity, and that's what I I thrive to have is longevity. <laughs> but uh, I I think. Uh, I prefer to call a lot of these people rappers and not even artists just because of that fact. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not really doing anything creative. Right, not none at all. Like, just, they just want, like I said, they just want to, they just want to rap and get some money. And they don't, they don't really see the, the, the business um, side of, of things. Like, you, you got to have business sense to be in the industry. And if you don't have business sense, they're going to run your ass all over. Meaning you're not going to get shit for, for nothing. You're going to be rapping and, and, and saying you got money, but in all actuality, you don't have shit. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of lambs are let out to the slaughter trying to pursue this uh, in this profession that don't have someone such as yourself to enlighten them about it. But, uh, Another thing I wanted to get to real quick here before we get off the air is there has been a lot of shootings in Columbus as of late, and uh, now and then I see you posting videos of, about uh, you're definitely on the side of anti-violence, and it needs to stop. But, I mean, why are so many people, like, under 30 just 
shooting each other here in Columbus and doing all this. Like, in your opinion, like, why is, why is the crime so bad here right now? We have seven, 70% of all the crime in the whole state of Ohio. <laughs> so, I mean, it's bad. <laughs> one thing, one thing that, that influenced crime is music. And I don't think people understand that. When you, when you go into a club, and I'm going to go 10 years. I'm going to go 10 years back. When, when you go to a club and Little John comes on, what, what, do you, what do you first feel? You feel, like, you feel like you hard because a Little John comes on, and you feel as if you have to put some, some type of dom, dominance in the club so people will, will fear you. When all actuality, the only only reason why you should be in the club is for a female, not niggas. I don't understand. I, I don't understand. Yeah. The whole concept of going out is to grab a female. But no, they yeah, don't be on going out. They be on. Oh, I'm about to I'm about to whoop some niggas ass. I wish a nigga would touch me in the club. No, I'm not thinking about that. I refuse to think about another nigga. Why all these pretty, beautiful, sexy-ass females in front of my face? I don't even see niggas. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's always, always kind of, kind of perplexing. I mean, yeah, you you go out to have a good time. Hell, you got to pay to get into most places. And, like, why would you not want to have a good time? Why, I mean, I, you know, drunk and fights occurring is one thing, but there are people that I know because I've read it on Facebook over the past couple of years, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going out there tonight hoping some shit goes down, <laughs> and people that just seek out and go out hoping some shit goes down, they can, they can fight, you know, like get, in, get into MMA, you know, become a boxer. <laughs> but now they're not even fighting, they're shooting people. Yeah, that's what I don't understand either. Like, why are you fighting for no reason? You you post a like May, Money Mayweather, he don't fight for not one fucking penny. But yet, niggas, I mean, people walking around here shooting, killing for no reason. To have, uh, uh, to have strikes that will never be, never be, uh, what, what I want to, what's the word I'm trying to use? Never be actually strikes. They just be there. Like, okay, you killed someone. Okay, you shot someone. Okay, you fought someone. Like, what does that prove? What is it solving? Nothing. So my my thing about violence is it, it it's gonna it, I'm, I don't think violence will ever stop because it's been going on since shit damn Adam and Eve since Cain killed Abel. Yeah. So it's not it's not gonna stop, but it's more so of the the quantity of the violence. Like like back in the day we used to fight and get it over with, but now it's more so of guns being used and there's no there's no fighting and getting over with. No, it's it's killing and possibly going to jail. No, no, no fucking possibly. Fucking possibly. You're going to jail sooner or later. Yeah. It's so many, it's so many scary, scary people in jail because of them not knowing the consequences, them knowing the consequences, but not really thinking of the consequences because why I'm going to go back because of music. Cause they listening, they listening to too many, too many gangster shit. And, and not enough positive shit. 
and that's where and that's where it comes in. Like you, if you feel feel mind, that's what I'm talking about with getting your mind being clouded. You you listen to gangster music all day every day. What are you going to be thinking about all day every day? Yeah, I remember watching Menace to Society when I was a kid and feeling like I wanted to be old dog and walking around acting like that. <laughs> right. Like it's 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 pathetic for real. It's like, I mean, you're not being a dog. That would never happen. 